All right. This is a. I can't even talk. Another edition of Sports Talk with OJ. What's up? What's up? All right, we're going to start with the World Series because I actually started, I actually watched that whole game. And it was a good game. I mean, the Astros came out and, you know, got the first two runs. Uh, the Nationals came back and got one. But like Joe Buck, I'm sorry, yeah, is it? Yeah, it's Joe Buck. Joe Buck uh, said during the telecast that, you know, he expected the Nationals bats to wake up in the seventh inning. And that's exactly when it happened. They came out, loaded up the bases, got a couple of runs on an error, and never looked back. And you have always touched on their pitching, the Astros, that is, but their pitching didn't show up when they when they needed to in that game. Yeah, the pitching failed in the whole series because Verlander, by far, is, the, is supposed to be the the, the ace and boom coon, you know what I'm saying? I'm out, you know, he, he breaking Earl Hershiser's record, which was the the he had all the all time pitching records. That's all fine and dandy, but when it's come time to uh the show improve, he came up small. And, you know, well, you know, like like my boy Jordan said back in the you know '96, I think is when they broke that uh all wins records in the NBA. It don't mean a thing without the ring. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because um, he had a chance to uh, cement his legacy as the as the best pitcher in baseball in Game Six, and they letting up losing that. You know, and then they, and then like I said, they started the season out with him uh, pitching, and he lost Game One. So I mean, you got to show up when it's time to show up. Overall, it was a great series because when we talked last week, the or the Nationals was up 2-0, and I guess the Astros said they wasn't getting swept because they went back to Washington and won three straight. And then, of course, you know the end result was the uh, Nationals winning everything. But to cement something in history, this was the first time in World Series history that the road team won all seven games. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the home if you was the home team, you was losing in that in that series. Yep. <laughs> I wouldn't be looking forward to going home. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, and on the, and, uh, another front, let's jump over to basketball since last week was the first week of the season. Um I didn't even get to watch I haven't even seen no highlights to be honest with you, but I mean what what have you what have you gathered? Well, I didn't watch any basketball like you, actually, I didn't watch sports, period, uh, this week. So, uh, what I got is just the standards. Since basketball just started, I just gave you the uh, got the standards for the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. And um, this is what I have for that for that Eastern Conference. I'm gonna do that first. And the Atlantic Division, you got the uh, Philadelphia 76ers leading that division. You know, we only one weekend, but they're four and zero. The Raptors are four and one. The Boston Celtics are three and one. The Brooklyn Nets are one and three, and the New York Knicks are one and four. And then over in the Central, you got the Milwaukee Bucks at two and two, the Cleveland Cavaliers at two and two, the Detroit Pistons at two and three, the Pacers at one and three, and the Chicago Bulls at one and four. 
And on the southeast, you got the Miami Heat at four and one, the Magic at two and two, the Hawks at two and three. That's the Atlanta Hawks. And then uh the Charlotte Hornets at two and three. And then the Washington Wizards at one and three. Over in the Western Conference, we got the Northeast Division first. And that is the Utah Jazz is leading that division at four and one. Then the Minnesota Timberwolves at three and one. You got the Denver Nuggets at three and two. Then Portland at three and two. And then the uh, Oklahoma Thunder at one and four. And then you got the Pacific Division. You got my boy LeBron's Lakers at three and one. The Clippers at four and two. The Phoenix Suns at uh three and two. Oh, what you say the Clippers were? <clears throat> four and two. Okay. You know who they actually lost to? Uh actually I don't know the two losses because last time I seen it, you know, they were playing the Lakers. That was the first game and they actually won that game. But uh Yeah, I saw that uh I, I did see the highlights on that one. They uh they 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 kinda turned over the scoreboard. Both teams was was scoring in that game. Yeah, yeah, but you know they got three more outings this uh, this year, so you know, yep. we had to see. But uh, that was you know, give it up to the Clippers. They got the first game, but you, like I said, they got three more, so we'll see how that series go. Um, you got Golden State at one and three, and then the uh, Sacramento Kings haven't won a game yet. They're zero and five. And, um, the Southwest Division. You Hold got up, the who's zero and five? The Sacramento Kings. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> then over at the Southwest Division, you got the Houston Rockets at three and one, the Dallas Mavericks at three and one, the San Antonio Spurs at three and one, then the Memphis Grizzlies at one and three, and the New Orleans Pelicans at one and four. So, one and four, huh? Hey, I yeah. thought. I thought Ball was the end-all, be-all for them. And, and then did Dad say that he was the, the key to team? Yeah, but, you know, the problem with the Pelicans, I keep saying that it's really good, you know, uh, they had a lot of injuries. You know, the ball's been hurt. Um, the number one pick, Zion, the guy that they're banking on, he's been hurt. So, I mean, it, it's still a lot of season left. But, you know, like I said, we only a week in. But uh, we'll see. We see how the season turned out, anyway. And I'm also not even uh I'm not surprised that uh, the Brooklyn Nets are one and three. Like I told you, I didn't have no confidence, no D Kyrie. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is only the first week of the season, so we'll see if they'll you know that new. I mean, because they got another, they got a lot of new players on that team anyway, so they got to find time to gel together. But at the same time, you got the summer league and you got you know uh, training camp and all that. I mean, it ain't gonna happen overnight. So I mean, yeah. As we know, the Bulls took what six, seven years to get the right pieces in place. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, they had Michael, but you know, Michael didn't take off till he got Scotty. So, well, I mean, Michael was always scoring 40, 50 points, but like you just said, got Scotty, yeah. then they had to add Armstrong and uh, Paxson on the first run and Kerr on the second run. Of course, they had um, Robert Ory who. Went to went to Orlando and ran his mouth and said the Bulls couldn't win the championship without him, but <clears throat> they won three. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Then they had Cartwright in the first run and Luke Longley in the second run. I mean, because you got to have all the pieces. Everybody has the, the biggest thing is one, you got to have the right pieces in place. Two, you have to have people who know their role. I mean, if you know you're not an all star, don't try to make that take that last shot. Um, if, if you know you're coming off the bench to give, you know, Pippen and Jordan a break, then you know when you come in there, that's what you do. You don't, you don't just. You know, come in thinking, okay, I'm about to be end all be all and get mad when you get taken out. Luke Longley knew his role. Cartwright knew his role. Hey, Rotman, when they got him, they got him for rebounding. They didn't get him for points. So, okay, Rotman, mm-hmm. he only had three points, but I guarantee you, he, he probably averaged about 17, 18 rebounds a game in that 96 season. That's true. And besides, he already had, uh, what, two? Yeah, two rings with Detroit, you know. Yeah, but don't forget, he got one with San Antonio, too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's true. Because that's where they, because that's where they got him from. So he already had three ranks. Yeah. So, but you, you will see what happens. I mean, I'm not surprised that the Clippers are four and two. I thought they might have been undefeated, but you know, it's better. I think it's better to lose early in the season than to, uh, you know, go all, win all these games and think that you're, you know, unbeatable. Because I think that's what happened to Golden State down the stretch in one of their runs. They, you know, they got. They won all. They won all those games. They broke. They broke the Bulls' record and got them seventy-three or seventy-four victories, whatever it was. Then they went up against Oklahoma City and should have lost that series. We ain't gonna talk. We will talk about that another day because that's a whole other debate in itself. Uh, yeah, I'm about to say because you must start talking about Westbrook, <laughs> Westbrook and Durant, both of them down the stretch, trained two on five basketball, not putting. I mean, they should have got Steve Smith involved in that, or not Smith, but uh, Steven Adams involved in that game, but down the stretch, but they didn't, but whatever. Um, and then they went up against the uh, Cleveland. Now, let your boy over at ESPN, Stephen A. Smith, calls it. My wife calls him the preacher because he's always hollering and getting all excited. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> let him tell it. Um, Cleveland got a lot of help because uh, Draymond Green hit LeBron in, in, you know, way down south and he got suspended for that game and they didn't have him, yada, yada, yada. But it's all about situation. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta work. I mean, it's, it's part of the game, just like injury. So, I mean, if he got suspended because he had too many technicals, that was his fault for not controlling his temper. Oh, uh, yeah. Also in that series, I mean, your man that you call No D Kyrie, you know, he hit that. <laughs> That killer shot, you know, and that's what brought him that uh hey, that but but like I said, no D. I didn't say he couldn't score. <laughs> <laughs> I just said he ain't got no defense. Uh-huh. Speaking of Kyrie, you know, that's what the all these announcers that I've been, you know, watching on these shows are talking about how Durant is hurt and um how Kyrie hasn't had a a real platform. Or perform, I should say, when he was the man. Now it's 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 uh, pretty much like the Lakers when they had Kobe. You know, at, they're passing up shots, giving him all the shots, and he's making them, but they're not winning. You know. Yeah. Well, but, the last time I checked, there's five people on the floor, not just one. So yeah, they're, <laughs> they're giving him the ball, but at the same time, you know, I'm not a real big fan of Phil Jackson. I think he's a great coach. And I also think he's a fortunate coach. Because, I mean, he had Michael and Scotty. And then, of course, Michael, Scotty, Rodman. Of course, in the pieces, BJ and Kerr, um, Cartwright, even no D, Craig Hodges. Because <laughs> all he could do was shoot the three. But, uh, and, yeah, don't and forget then, my man, Horace Grant, you know. 
Oh yeah, no Horace Grant. He, I mean, he he he's a baller. He just you know ran his mouth mm-hmm. too much when he left. <laughs> then, then of course when he went over to the Lakers, he had Kobe and Shaq, and at one time had um was he the coach when uh they had that that one team together with Malone, Payton, and all of them was 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 Jackson still the coach over there then? Uh, I believe so. I think that was his last year. So, but I'm not gonna. He, he can coach because I mean, you can have all the talent in the world, but you have to be able to move around. But his offense, the triangle, I think is one of the most successful offensive schemes that the NBA has ever seen. And you see t- other teams trying to implement it, but mm-hmm. it, nobody can do it. Like what do they call him, the Zing Master? So, mm-hmm. hey, well, what's it, what's up with the Knicks then? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Does it take him to coach the triangle? I mean, come on, man. I think so. I mean, because he tried to make Rick Fox, was it not Rick Fox, but um, Derek Fisher, that's right. Derek Fisher was the coach over there for a, a half a year, right? Uh, Yeah, I believe that was, yeah, when he, when he first got there, yeah. I think so. And now, because uh, he ain't in New York no more, I think he resigned or they fired him or whatever, whatever happened. But... Um, they got um Stockton over there coaching now, right? Is he still the coach of the Knicks? Uh, I don't know. I have to check on that because you know I don't really watch best. I mean, the Knicks anymore ever since Ewan kind of retired. I really don't watch that. But it's just kind of sad to see that they, you know, playing ball the way they playing because you know, New York was always in it, you know, back in the day. But you know, yeah, that was our. Me being from Chicago, that was our biggest rival, and unfortunately for Patrick Ewing, Jordan and him were in the same era. Cause otherwise, he would have gotten a ring. And I mean, he came pretty close, but there was this dude, this rookie named Sam Cassell, that decided he wanted to shoot the lights out. So the Knicks still didn't have a chance to win in the win the Nets series. So I mean, yeah, yeah, but uh. So. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's some. It's been some good players that that, that don't have rings, like Charles Barkley, uh, your boy Malone, and Stockton. Mm-hmm. But uh, yep. You know, I don't think Peyton got one either. Yep, yeah. Peyton and Kemp. They yeah, that's right. That's right. They they ended up running into the Bulls. That was a good team, the SuperSonic, before they became the Thunder. Yeah. I don't know. Back in the, I say that the late '80s and and '90s, that's when basketball was basketball. You know, even I, I would even say the whole decade of the '80s, because that's, I mean, the Celtics. Yeah, because you had, because uh, you had Dr. Lakers. J and yeah, and Dr. J, and, and Moses Malone. Malone. Yeah. Yep. So '80s and '90s was probably the best era for me, anyways. I mean, I lived it, but at the same time, I'm looking at these last 20 years of the millennium, and it's like, I mean. Yeah. If it wasn't for Kobe and Tim Duncan, I probably wouldn't even watch basketball. <laughs> yeah, because them were the two greatest for me of the last two of the last twenty years. Yeah, I, I can I, get that. I, I mean, and I, Kobe and I'm, probably gonna get a, I'm probably going to get a bunch of emails that says, "What about LeBron? What about him? I mean, he got some rings, he lost some titles, and I mean, he he scored some points, but to me, he's not the end all be all. If, if I'm starting a team and I got, you know, Kobe, uh. LeBron and I don't even know, know Durant lined up. I'm still taking Kobe. So, hey, but he's done something that no no player can say they've done. You know, 
even though I mean up until last year, you know, if you had LeBron on your team, you know your team was going to the finals. I mean, that man went to what eight straight finals. Yeah, he but how many of those did he win? I was about to say, how many did he win? <laughs> I mean, I, I guess that's an accomplishment to say, yeah, I got to eight finals. I, I I did it in two different conferences, but actually, no, he was always in the East when he did it. Yeah, he ain't went to the finals in the, the West yet. But I mean, yeah, I mean, he only got what three rings? Yeah, and six losses, I believe. Or so maybe he, yeah, he went nine times then. Well, no, he went eight straight. He, he went eight straight, but straight, that yeah. nine times when when he. Cleveland, and they got Lakers. Yeah. So, all right, let's jump over to football. Your Cowboys had the week off, so I can't talk about them this week. <laughs> 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 but what else? Oh, my is my schedule over here? Because I got to do my picks. Mm-hmm. Um. Yep, it is. Um. But uh, give us some other scores or some big. Maybe there was some upsets last week that uh, people didn't know about. Um, I I bet I really I, I hate to disappoint people because you know football is my thing. But I, like I said, I didn't watch any sports this week. We, you know, just I got to spend that time with my you know with the family or whatever. Everybody goes through it, but you know that's that's what I was doing anyway. Yeah. Hey, you know how we know how I go. Happy wife, happy life. Yeah. So uh there's only so many there's only so much uh you can get out of playing, you know, playing the game all the time. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so what I did, like I did for basketball, I did it also for the NFL. I did the standing and it's just to see where everybody at. I mean, we really Yeah, that's a good thing anyway, because we're halfway through the season, so it gives yeah. us a good idea on who needs to do what going forward. So um, I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna start with the AFC, and then starting with the AFC East. Uh, everybody knows New England undefeated, but the Patriots are eight zero. The Bills are five and two. The Jets are one and six, and the Dolphins zero and seven. Uh, over in the AFC North, you got uh, the Baltimore Ravens at five and two. Pittsburgh Steelers surprisingly is at three and four. The Browns are disappointing two and five, and the Bengals haven't won a game yet. They're zero and eight. Uh, over in the South, now this is, might be a, a surprise, but you know the Colts are five and two. Texans. Are- that is a surprise because people, Bobby, including me, probably wrote them off. Because Andrew Luck retired and they didn't think this new dude was going to be able to step in there and get the job done. Oh, that's true. But, you know, Jacoby Brissett is showing that he's the man. And I think they, uh, at the end of the year, I mean, they already tied him down uh, for this year and next year. But I think he's going to get a long term deal. You know, he's going to get that max deal that said you're the franchise guy after the season, I believe. That's, I, that's what they should do. I don't But I digress. The Texans are five and three. The Jaguars are four and four, and the Titans are four and four. And then the AFC West. The Jaguars wanted that surprises me. I expected them to be better than five hundred. <clears throat> yeah, a lot of people did, but uh, that I, me included. I mean, that defense has been real disappointing. 
Um, is Del Rio still the coach over there? No, nah, you know they have the uh, the guy that was uh, the Bills old coach. He was coaching the Bills before he went to Jacksonville. Wade Phillips? No, no. Uh, damn, my cat. I'm sorry about that. I can't think of his name right now. Uh, oh, I think I know who you're talking about. But yeah, okay. Del Rio must. I mean, because he's a defensive-minded guy. I guess uh, his time was up in Jacksonville. So. Yeah, Del Rio. It was he from from uh, Jacksonville. He went to the Raiders. He was the Raiders coach before uh, Gruden got there. Okay. All right, what we got over in the West? You got the Chiefs at five and three. That's actually a surprise to me. I expected them to be at least six and one, but or seven and one right now. Yeah, but you know that team. You know they really don't have no defense, but they're gonna go as that quarterback go, and he's been hurt every game that he's yeah. been out. That's the games they've been losing. So, like I said, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far as say they don't have a defense. I think they have a young defense that just makes stupid mistakes. Yeah, because that was their biggest issue in the, in the AFC Championship game last year. Yeah, but they haven't. Uh, I mean, uh, I think his name was Eric Bear, the cool safety that ended up. I think he retired because uh, of the injury that you know he never really recovered from. So, so that's what I got Tyrone Tyrone Matthew, the, the honey badger, to take his place. And I still don't see any difference on that defense. I mean, I mean they they make some acquisitions, but I still it's still the same defense to me. Yeah. What's the Denver the Broncos record? The Broncos are in last place at two and six. You know, the Raiders are three and four, and the Chargers are three and five. So nobody here oh, so the, I mean, even though the Chiefs haven't won as many games as we thought they would by now they're still on top of the division yes they're still leading the division and, uh, and speaking of the Broncos that's a team that's waiting to unfold didn't you just see uh, Flacco's uh, I don't know it's a disconnect with uh, with Flacco I mean um, the, they just traded Emmanuel Sanders and you seen that man uh, show up for the 49ers I, I'm gonna get to that game in a minute when I when I go to that division, but um, how do you expect that man to win when you just trade away his number one receiver, the uh, other receiver you let go the year before to win to the uh, I think he went to New England, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he did. Marius Thomas. I don't know what Elway's issue is up there. I I mean, are they in the process of trying to tank the season so they can get good draft picks or something? Because I mean, it seems like ever since they won the Super Bowl a few years back, that they've just been downgrading ever since. Yeah, I don't. I really don't know what's going on. I, but you know, Flacco's not that good of a quarterback anyway. But I'm just saying, hey, he may not be that good of a quarterback, but he can say he has a Super Bowl championship. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, once you got it, they can't ever take it away from you. You're right about that. But I'm just saying, I mean, what is the man supposed to do? He has nobody to throw to now. You know. You get, you're taking away his weapon. So what can you do? Hey, look, I look. I'm I'm telling you, I'm like these players, like just like Eli now. I mean, like you said, the Giants can't go back. They can't say, okay, the rookie's not getting it done. Let's put Eli back in here. The only way Eli's gonna get in there is if that dude get hurt. But I mean, if I'm Eli, look, I'm taking some online classes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting on the bench reading because it don't matter 
what I do, I'm still or what they say, they still gotta pay me. Exactly. So, you know, but, you know, I'm sure he's I'm sure he wishes he was out there, but at the end of the day, there ain't really nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's jump over to the AFC or the NFC, I should say. It's, as, and speaking of the Giants, we're gonna do the NFC East. And uh, the Cowboys are on top of that division at four and three. The Philadelphia Eagles are at four and four. The New York Giants are at two and six, and the uh, helpless Redskins are one and seven. You know that one win they got, they was playing the Dolphins. So well, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> Somebody had to win. <laughs> I mean, the Dolphins. Dolphins should have won that game. I mean, they really are t- kind of tanking the season. You know, they. I don't know what. The, anyway, we'll we'll get to the Dolphins uh, after I do this standings because I don't know what's really going on with them. But uh, you got the Packers. We're doing the NFC Central. The Packers are are. You mean North. North? I mean North. Uh, look at me uh, doing the eighties, boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long time ago. But the NFC North uh, is your Green Bay Packers, and they're 7-1. and one. The Minnesota Vikings are 6-2. and two. The Detroit Lions are 3-3-1. Three, three and one, And the Bears are 3-4. and four. And then uh, the NFC South, uh, you got the Patriots at... I mean, not the Patriots, the Saints. I mean, look at me getting all flustered. Yeah, it, uh, the New Orleans Saints are seven and one. The Panthers, our Carolina Panthers, are four and three. My Bucks represent Tampa Bay. You know, they two and five. Been a disappointing season to say the least. I see a lot of potential, and I see a lot of mistakes, and and it's because of those mistakes that we're not winning the games that we're supposed to be winning. But uh, Jameis Winston is the best option, so I hope they uh, re-up Jameis Winston. But he got to stop turning the ball over too. Um, not left the Atlanta Fal- Falcons, but I, I did not get a ranking on them. Let's go back to the Saints. You're telling me that Breeze was gone for three weeks, maybe four, and they only lost one game. Oh, that. That one game that they lost, that was with Breeze. They was undefeated with with uh with uh Breeze Water. One, yeah, there was three and one when Breeze left. Hmm. Yeah, ten, uh, Teddy Bridgewater. You know, a lot of people talk about that man, but they he was undefeated with Teddy Bridgewater under center. So. I think the the future is bright in New Orleans because you know that's their 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 quarterback. That's going to be their quarterback when Breeze retires. So I don't know if that's the choice that I would make. I mean, he'd have to make some adjustments in his game to in order for me to deem him a starter. I'm not saying that he can't be a starter somewhere, but I don't know if New Orleans is the place because the kind of game that Sean Payton runs is not the kind of game that he can do on a season uh, season by season aspect. I mean. New Orleans likes to throw the ball down the field, and that's something that he's not good at. What do you? But you talking about all you got to when they when um uh Bridgewater was under center, they pretty much played like the New England Patriots. They did a lot of uh, short passes. 
you know. Why do we got? Why do we got to get the New England Patriots credit for that? Why can't we call it the West Coast offense that Bill Walsh invented in San Francisco back in the eighties? Because that's what it is. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much what it is. But I'm just saying, the Patriots are the best at it. I mean, I hate to say it, but you know, Breeze don't like to get hit, so he get rid of that ball, and he'll take a little five yard out or quick slant just to just to move the chains. That's all he about. He just want to move the chain. That's what you're supposed to do. Hey, first downs. That's move the ball. <laughs> so you get five yards every time. You only running two plays a series. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, especially with all the rule changes now, they was having. I just uh, remember they had a little uh, sit down with with uh, Brady, and, and you know that's why he's lasting so long. He said because it's you know he likes to get a lot of cheap yards. You know, I could go for that dagger play, but no, it's it's more beneficial just to to keep the chains moving. It's, you know, his it, I'm paraphrasing, but you know, that's the gist of what he was saying. Mm-hmm. All right, what we got in the uh, that was the South. Yeah, I was uh, the South, East and then the NFC West, the 49ers, surprising 49ers are eight and zero. The Seahawks are six and two. The Rams are five or three. Believe it or not, and the Cardinals. I, I do have a correction to make. Last week, I th- uh, I said the Cardinals would be if they won that game against the 49ers, there would be one game uh, above 500. But I had forgot that they didn't beat the Lions. They tied with the Lions. So that that game, if they would have won that game, they just would have been uh, at 500 at four and four. But they lost, unfortunately. I don't have my team by team schedule up here, but I'm going to look at it later. But who has the 49ers even played for us to say to give them credit for being undefeated? It's they haven't really played anybody yet, but it's that defense. They 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 don't they, they don't they can't um, complain about the schedule. You know that they have. They just got to show up and win the game. Hey, I'm not. Hey, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying before we. You know, deem them a, a, a playoff bound team. Let's look at the schedule because I mean, if of course they got to play Seattle and the Rams, who people think have a defense, and of course Arizona, and then of course they'll, the out of division games that they got to play. But once the playoff starts, it's going to be division against division, so it's not going to be this two and four team here or this three and eight team there. It's going to be all winning teams. So yeah, but hey, like I was telling you, San Francisco. You know, they did like your Spurs. I, you know, they lucked up and got Tim Duncan. And that's, a, you know, because of David Robinson getting hurt, they they ended up having a, uh, going in the lottery, and then they got Tim Duncan. They got all, all four of their starting defense alignments, number one draft picks. And because of that, that defense is what how they're winning the game. I mean, Nick Bosa, you know, he's out of this world. I Forget uh, rookie of the year. I think he's gonna be de- defensive player of the year. He keep going. That <clears throat> defensive end. No, I'm talking. That's the that's the the award that they give to the best defensive player in the league. No, no, I'm talking about the position that he plays. Oh yeah, he a defensive end. Yes. Yeah, and he's a rookie. That's what I'm saying. And he's already tied with Aaron Donald for 13 sacks. Speaking of defensive players. 
um, aside from J.J. Watt down there, what happened to that uh, overall, number one overall pick that the Texans took some years back? I think he got, the last time I heard his name is the fact that he got a big contract, but he ain't did nothing since. Are talking about Clowney? Well, Damian Clowney? No, that doesn't sound familiar. He was a defensive end, though. Yeah, I mean, that's what he played. I was going to say they traded him to, uh, to the Seattle Seahawks. But, uh, okay. You know, that's why you ain't hearing his name. I mean, with the Texans, and that's why the Texans defense, I mean, it's good, but it, it's not as good as it used to be because you had uh, Clowney on one side and you had Watt on the other side, you know, and plus they had good defensive tackles too. So, you know, that was a, a defense that was wrecking shot too. Let's jump back over to the NFC South because, <clears throat> of course, the same time we lost one game, but let's go over here to the Panthers. Now, did... Cam Newton start last week because I heard he was cleared to play, but did he play last week? Uh, I don't think he played. I think they they wanted to see what they had in a rookie, and he and he played the whole game. Uh, the Allen kid, but like I said, Nebosa was in that backfield all game, and the rookie showed you that he hey he made a lot of rookie mistakes, and I mean what can you do? With, if you hike the ball, the man back there already. So, ain't too much you can know. I mean, they they really wreaked havoc last week, and so the Panthers lost. But they've been doing that to every team that they play. So, that defense is yeah. something, something to be uh, reckoned with. Now I want to go down here to your Bucks because <clears throat> about five six years ago, they only gave Lovey Smith a year and a half. This coach is in his third year, and again, they're not having a winning season. Wentz, um, oh no, they uh, got rid of him. Oh, they did got, they? Yeah, this that's why they got the uh, Arizona. They, they pulled Bruce Arians out of retirement. This is his first year coaching the Bucks. Okay, because I sure was about to give him some flack about that one. No, but what I can say is that you know they called Bruce uh, Bruce Arians the quarterback whisperer, and I can see a lot of change in in Jameis. I mean, he's he's done a a good job in a short time. It's just that the mistakes, the, the mistakes that Jameis does and then uh, the secondary, our secondary has been, been kind of hurt, but the only bright spot on that defense has been the, that rookie Shaq Barrett. Oh, man, he he is the true. He be, he's a, he, he took over as far as uh, being a leader on defense, getting sacks. Um, Pierre Paul, that's who we had. You know, he was hurt, but you know now he's. I think he's he's um, going to be able to play. And so, yeah. <clears throat> now mm-hmm. I should have known better than to bet against Aaron Rodgers, but I picked the Vikings to win the division. Now the season's not over, but Aaron Rodgers doesn't show any signs of slowing down, even with a new coach and all that drama that the media tried to hype up over the summer too. So. Yeah, but you know that he they gotta they, they gotta uh. See the Vikings, you know, the Vikings should have won that game in in uh, in uh, Green Bay. I believe they played in Green Bay the first game. So they gotta come to Minnesota. Oh. Yeah, but you know Aaron Rodgers really don't matter where he plays. I mean yeah, but, if, if, if if I have to if I had to throw something out there, I'd have to say that he is the the, uh, you know the the, the uh, he is Brett Favre Jr. to me. I mean, cause he got ice in his veins. That dude, I'm telling you, he I see him play. He plays just like Favre did. He 
he looks downfield and he don't care if you got three men and he'll find a way to get that ball to you. I mean, he he just does things that break all the rules of the way you're supposed to throw the ball, just like Dan Marino did. He didn't care. I mean, he would thread the needle, as they call it, and get passes in there, take the chance to have an interception. But the thing about Rodgers is he his, his touchdown to interception ratio is like seven to one. So, Yeah, but, you know, he got lucky on a couple of passes last week. Hey, you already know that sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Because <laughs> you cannot tell me that that touchdown that uh, uh, that he threw the uh, I think I think Scatlin caught that ball. He even admitted that he was trying to throw to Jimmy Graham, and he overshot Jimmy Graham by five ten yards. But you know, Velda Scanlon was in the area, and he ended up with a touchdown. You know, I thought he was just trying to throw it away, but it came it became a touchdown. Come on, man. That was luck. Hey, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> before we make our picks for the week, were there any blockbuster trades before the trade deadline this week? Um, there was a few trades. Uh, speaking of, of the Dolphins, you know, they traded uh, their running back, King Drake, to the Cardinals. And for that man to be on three days, basically being with the team for three days, I mean, they, they really did give – the 49ers to run for their money. I thought that, that they were going to win the game, but they allowed them to go up uh, two scores on them, and they could never recover from that. So, yeah. so I guess that stuff with um, Green in Cincinnati was just a bunch of hype stuff. Well, Cincinnati just said they wasn't going to trade AJ Green, no matter what, and they, they just stuck to their guns. They even though they know they suck, they didn't trade. Does he want to be traded? I don't think he want to be traded, to be honest. But you know, he, I think he want to uh, finish what he what, what he want. And I think Andy Dalton, you know, they basically told Andy Dalton that I mean he had eight chances to to win a game, and now they're going with a rookie this week. So, all right, last order of on the field, or I should say, off the field action is. <laughs> Your boy Antonio Brown. Has he been making any noise lately? I haven't seen nothing come across the Twitter feed, and I do follow ESPN and a bunch of the journalists from ESPN. I haven't seen anything, but, you know, I can't always read everything. So, have you seen anything? With uh, Antonio Brown? Yeah. If any of those allegations came to head, if he's making any more noise of... You oh, know, he's making noise. Last on Twitter. Well, I mean, he's always going to make noise. <laughs> <but I> mean, <laughs> just, do you want to... Participate in what he's saying, you know. Like I said, I don't stay on uh, IG, but um, I ran across a uh, a couple of things he was that he had said, you know, and they uh, basically uh, the people was uh, you know responding or asking him questions, and then you know he was responding to the questions, um, you know, via Twitter. But, you know, it was kind of encrypted what he was saying. So then CBS Sports, what I was uh, was uh, reading, they had interpreted it, um, what tried to interpret what he was saying. But, you know, it's not enough to uh, report, you know. Basically, they was, you know, they were asking about the exit bill. And basically, as far as CBS Sports uh, translated, he think he too good for the for the XFL or the CFL, uh, he wanted to, he want to play this year, but you know he's at, he's waiting for people to give him a chance. I don't I think he's out of chance to tell the truth. I mean he burned too many bridges, so 
Yeah. Um. That doesn't surprise me that he thinks he's too good for the actor. Yeah. His, uh, not to his credit, but to, to, just to say, I mean, he's used to making millions, and the XFL don't have a budget like that. So that's probably the biggest tagline right there. Um, I don't per se think he's out of chances. I think he's out of chances with big, with contending teams. Let's just put it that way. Because I'm pretty sure if he wanted to go to Washington, Miami, or Cincinnati, they'd probably sign him. But them teams have no chance of winning or making the playoffs. Um, he's not going to be able to, you know, go to like a a, a Green Bay or a, a San Francisco or even a New Orleans if he wanted to because they don't want the drama. So I'd say he's out of chances with contending teams. But if uh, if he wanted to go to a scrub team just to get a paycheck, he might have a chance. But of course, he'll say he's too good for that too. Yeah, you know. <laughs> All right, let's get to week nine picks. We already picked Thursday's game. Who did win that game last night with San Francisco? The, the San Francisco. The, the, that's oh, why yeah, they know. 49ers won. All right. That's why we picked that Thursday game, because we don't come on here until Friday. So, Sunday we got... That's going to be an interesting game. Jacksonville at Houston. Oh... Normally, I would go with my Jazz, but, you know, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know which Jazz team going to show up. But Deshaun Watson, you know, when they give that man some time, he can deliver the football. So, I'm going Every time with, I hear his name, I just can't believe that the Bears. <laughs> exactly. Think about that. I just, I really can't believe they passed him up. They, they passed him up. They passed him up. Who else came out that... Uh yeah, well you know Cleveland took uh Baker Mayfield. We see how that's turning out. Uh, who, who went out on that draft? Oh, that draft class. The other I don't know, but he he fell all the way to number twelve that year. So yeah, well it was ten. He was the tenth pick because the the Texans was picking ten, and that's where he yeah, that's where he went. Well, I already know who's gonna pick in this one, but I gotta put it out there since we're on our picks. <laughs> Washington at Buffalo. Oh, come on, man. Until I I see some real promise. We're we're not even going to bother with that game. Because we already know. It all depends. Because the the, the one game that I did see with Washington, I think it was against, uh, was it Minnesota or was it somebody else? Yeah, it was. They have Adrian Peterson, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was Minnesota game. It was Minnesota. They actually, the, the defense played a good first half. Mm-hmm. But after that, it was just like, man, whatever. Speaking of Minnesota, this is going to be an interesting game. They're going into Kansas City this week. Yeah, that should be interesting. I think Mahomes said he's playing this week. But, you know, the, as far as the uh, Andy Reid's concerned, it's up to the uh, medical team, and he hasn't been cleared as far as I know. But he's saying he's playing this week, so we'll see. <laughs> I guess we'll see. <laughs> Another scrub game that ain't worth mentioning, but we have to since it's the picks. Jets at Miami. Um, you know, I really think if the Dolphins was really trying to win some of these games, a lot of these games they're, I mean, really competitive in, and that's why I'm like they really are trying to tank because you know getting rid of Kenyon Drake, that was the last good player that they had. They got rid of Mika Fitzpatrick. They got uh, um, rid of uh, Jarvis Landry last year. I mean, so it's been a systematic thing, but 
Yeah, All right. Dude. We got Chicago at Philly. Hey. You know, they still got Trubisky as a starter. I don't know what they <laughs> see in Trubisky. <laughs> Chicago could be so good, they're just a quarterback away. And and they're too good to say we made a mistake with our pick. You know, that's the one thing. When you make a mistake on a no one draft pick, I mean, that sets your, your team back for years to come. I'm still trying to figure out what they saw in somebody who barely had D2 experience. I'm, I just... We ain't going to talk about that because I'm not going to do them and get mad all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Indianapolis at Pittsburgh. Um, I now, if Indianapolis is, if, 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 this, if this quarterback in Indianapolis is, is, is the real deal, I could see an upset here because, I mean, this Pittsburgh team really hasn't been the same for the last two years, even when Antonio Brown was there last year. Yeah, but, I mean, to the Steelers' credit, you know they're they've they've been I mean uh the coach uh what's his name again? Uh Mike Tomlin. Yeah, he's done a good job of holding this team together because they, they've been trying their best to fall apart and he's been keeping them together. I mean three and four, that's a real good job. They could really be 0 and seven, you know, looking at some of the some of these games that they've been playing and the way they've been playing. But I don't know. Um the running back got hurt last week. And uh, when the, when the quarterback has time to hit, um, what's the what's the guy name that's supposed to step up and, and take Antonio Brown's place? That number two receiver, Juju. I don't know. Juju Look, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you three people's name on the Pittsburgh team. So don't go asking me. <laughs> no, it's Juju Smith Schuster. That's who. Um, that's who who their star receiver is now. But he hasn't really shown. His ability because the quarterback hasn't been able to get him the football too many times. So if they can get a Roethlisberger, I mean, isn't it about time for him to hang? I mean, but he, I he's been falling off the last. Roethlisberger is hurt. They got uh, Mason Rudolph in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, Roethlisberger is done for the year. I mean, he he's gotten that that baseball pitcher. No, uh, that Tommy John thing. Yeah, that's 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 what's wrong with him. So uh, he's done for the year. All right, we got Tennessee at Carolina. Um, I'm gonna say the Titans. They lucked up and beat my Bucks because I actually watched the highlights of that because I like I can't believe the Bucks lost, but especially since they was up, how do you lose a game? And I found out how they lost the game. Just turnovers, you know, giving team chances. So. I'm, These next two games are, are going to be pretty interesting. First, we got Detroit at the good old Oakland Raiders. Hey, the Raiders, they've been, they've not been, they've been not too bad. I mean, Gruden knows what he's doing. I, I would say they're still a year or two away from actually. Doing. Y'all just remember that he said that, not me. <laughs> I give Gruden no credit. So, <laughs> I mean, we're going to be three and four. I mean, especially with their running back that, that they drafted this year. They put a lot of work on him. The so Beast Mode's not even playing with them no more, or is he just on the bench? Not, uh, I I want to say he's not on the team, but I'm not sure. But I know that rookie, the rookie's been starting, and they've been putting a lot of uh, work on uh, Jacoby Jones. I think that's his name. 
and uh, they're riding him, but he got hurt last week. So I don't know what they're going to do. All right, next we got your Bucks at Seattle. Hey, you know, my Bucks are favorite to win this game. Why, I don't know, but they have won four out of the last five meetings with the Seahawks, actually. So I think that's why. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I'm going to ride with my Bucks. You know, I always got to ride with the whole team. This next game, I'm glad I'm not in either one of these cities because I wouldn't even want to watch this game. But we got Cleveland at Denver. Hey, uh, Cleveland's been a very disappointing team. Don't remind me. I picked them to win the North because I thought they had all the weapons in place. And like you said, when I made that choice, that everything always looks good on paper. So, But you know what? You know what's really hurting this team? It's the regression of the quarterback. I mean, yeah, they got a rookie coach, and he's been making some bonehead plays. Don't get me wrong. But the quarterback play you thought was going to be solid because of what he did last year. Like Sam Donald, I mean, not Sam Donald, but uh, I forgot who else was a uh, rookie last year. But it seems like he's taking a step backwards instead of forward. So uh, I don't like that. I mean, and they're trying to blame o- o- uh, OBJ. I mean, yeah, you got to step. You, you're the high-profile guy. You got to make plays. Yeah, but the quarterback got to get him the ball, too. So, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true too, but you know, dude. Uh, I think Cleveland's the same way that you did the same thing that we say about Chicago. They're just a quarterback away of being good because if you got a quarterback that can manage manage the team or manage the offense, the defense is going to get the job done anyway. So, <clears throat> yeah, but you know, the the problem with Cleveland is the quarter. I mean, with the Cleveland quarterback is that he's so brash. You know, uh, you know. Uh, and and um, I guess you could say rub people the wrong way because you know he always got a, a thin skin. He always got a, something to say when people uh, doubt him or whatever. Well, as the young kids say these days, he's extra getting all emotional and stuff. Getting you know yeah. taking everything to heart. All right, Green Bay at the Chargers. I'm taking a pack, of course. So, uh, you said the Chargers and Green Bay. Yeah, Chargers really haven't looked good in all the all that at all this year to me. But well, well, they they look good until Melvin Gordon got back with the team. I hate to say, they're trying to get him back into the mix, and it's just not working. I think that's who they should have traded was Melvin Gordon. But I guess that's what's going to happen after the season because when uh, they just use uh, Eckler. They're a whole different team. It's like the offense is a lot faster, and they, you know, you know, like like um, your boy from the Rams. You know, he he catches the ball out of the backfield, so that plays to the strengths of Phillip Rivers. As you know, not only do you have to worry about the receivers, now you have to worry about the running back too, getting a little five yards here, five yards there. You know, because you always check it down. But uh, I'm going to go with uh, the pack because the pack is whack until somebody beat them. So <laughs> How you going to call the pack whack and they only lost one game? Because <laughs> I don't like Aaron Rodgers. That's why. <laughs> but, uh, 
but that's my own personal taste. But anyway. All right, I think I lost my spot here. Hold on a second. Yeah, we did that. We did that. Come on, where are we at? All right. You said the Packers and the Chargers. That was the last game we did. Yep. Now we got New England at Baltimore. Um, that's our that's our Sunday night game. Actually, that's a good game because you know the Ravens have actually had some success against the Belichick's defense, and and what Belichick hates more than a running quarterback. So whenever he faces a running quarterback, they uh, typically lose those type of games because the quarterback is the X factor. You know, they like to keep the quarterback in the pocket where you know where he's going to be. And they, they, you know, the defense like to get sacked. A mobile quarterback like they're going to face, you know, he can extend plays. He can get outside the pocket, get get and get extra yards that you don't account for. So that's going to be a good game. I knew this one was coming. Oh, boy. Dallas at New York. Oh, man, come on. I'm going to ride with the boys because that they got that whole division, man. But didn't they lose to the Giants the first time around? Didn't Wasn't that like the first game of the, the second game of the season or something like that? Or is this their first time playing? I can't remember. Uh, I was, I want to say this is the first time that they're playing because they beat the Eagles last week. I think they're just, I, I mean, I mean, yeah, last the last time they played, they beat the Eagles. But I t- I'm, I'm going to ride with the boys because I told you the Eagles is the springboard game. Every every time they play the Eagles, that's when they get a win, and then they start ratting off wins. So I'm I'm not until somebody beat them after they're gonna beat the Eagles. I'm riding with the boys. Well, I can't wait till next week so I can tell you you was wrong, <laughs> especially 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 since you know this rookie quarterback. I you know I think he took a lot, enough bumps and bruises, and hopefully he's working with Eli and the rest of the quarterback staff. You know, to stop making so many mistakes. <clears throat> All right, let's pick this Thursday night game since we always come on Friday. Who we got next week? We got the Chargers at. My God, why did I even look at the game? We got the Chargers at Oakland. Hey, don't be surprised to see Oakland win that game. I'm serious. The Raiders aren't as bad as people make them out to be. Look, I know the Raiders ain't that bad. It's the coach that I have a problem with. So, and this game's actually going to be on Fox. So you ain't gotta have NFL Network or whatever to watch this game. Just it says that this game gonna be on Fox. So, oh, okay, or Amazon because that's what that's that's what I also care to. Uh... Yep, Amazon Prime. I, I never watch it on there because I ain't got time to be trying to look for all that junk. But so there's uh, our picks for the week. We're coming up on week. What week is this? That'll be week ten. So yeah, yeah we're pretty much a little bit over half through halfway through the season. Whatever happened to I can't remember the dude's name, but he was a the Cleveland quarterback um, a few years back, and he had a lot of social media stuff. Uh, Manziel, what's up with Johnny Manziel? You 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 uh, seen well, any static on him lately? Well, the lead that uh, the AAF, the Alliance of American Football, yeah, the AAF, the the lead that folded. Uh, he was he was a quarterback for the Memphis team, and he was. It was uh he only played like two games because they folded, you know. And I, I was thinking that he was gonna get it a break, but uh he looked good in the one game he did get to play in. You think that he might uh, drop into the XFL or you haven't seen anything about that? Um 
I haven't got any XFL news lately. Oh, but uh, it's possible that he could be in that. And you know, because last the last time I had uh, XFL, I just told you who their starting quarterbacks was because each each team has. Yeah, and he was he wasn't on that list. Yeah, I'm I'm still on the fence about this XFL thing because it didn't work some years ago when they tried it. I don't know what's going to I guess because the NFL is putting their hand in the pot this time and yeah. saying this is a stepping stone for, you know, the minor leagues per se for the NFL maybe to be a little more successful. But uh, anytime the NFL bless a league, uh, up and coming league, is a, it's a positive thing because they are a wrecking ball if you're trying to go against them. But <laughs> that is true. <laughs> but they're actually trying to. Uh, keep this league afloat because like they say they don't have a minor league like the NBA or, or, or minor league baseball so right I think they people back in the day would say that you know it was college or college NFL or nothing so I guess the college ranks were the minor league but not everybody makes it to the draft either so this could be a platform for people who don't get drafted or who instead of want to walk onto a, 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 a Miami or Washington or a Charger team and try to get you know picked up on the practice squad they can go play on this team and get recognized by NFL owners and coaches and say okay maybe this guy would be good for our team because he did this that and the other so yeah that's true and you know like they like they're saying this time around if the NFL team is interested in any of their players they're not going to stand in the way and say you know he only plays for this league they're going to let him um no, get that shot. So I think that's that's good. You know, that's- isn't the other interesting thing is too is this league does not start playing until after the Super Bowl is over. Exactly. They 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 have a short time frame. You know that 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 little two or three month window before the draft. So, uh, I think that's good. You know, uh, as far as game wise, I mean, you can get. I think they're only going to do eight games this year. But like I said, you know, it's a, it's it's the first year of a new league. You know, it's always it always starts small and then you get bigger as you grow. So hopefully, right? Maybe they'll maybe they'll go like the WNBA did and start putting these minor league teams in each major um, market team. That way, they you know, if you know, it'd be like like the minor leagues. Okay, we our receiver got hurt, so let's call this dude up. Exactly. I, I, I'm thinking that's what would be the the future of the league. I mean, but you know they got to get off the ground first. So, right. Hopefully, uh, Vince has got to, you know, won't use any storylines and stuff like that. I mean, he made it too much like professional wrestling, and should have just been about the football. Because I like the camera angles and and the way that they were uh, showing the hits. Unlike you can you know, hit in the NFL. That I mean. But I don't know what all the CTE stuff coming out, you know, if they if right, if they're gonna be able to do all that. But I'm really wondering what is really real professional sports these days. Now that they got a lot of the MMA wrestler or um, athletes going over to the WWE now, like Ronda Rousey, Cain Velasquez, and stuff like that. So I mean, and of course Brock Lesnar then bounced between the two sports per se in the last 15 years so I mean I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to wonder what's real and what's not because people say MMA is not scripted but I mean how can you say that now and they're jumping over to the WWE platform and I guess the big part of it is because 
SmackDown is now on Friday Night Fox, but and you know MMA is air um, televised by Fox, so I mean maybe that's some of the line of thinking, but I mean who knows? It all comes down to money, man. To me, I mean, yeah, you make you can make money in the uh, MMA, but you know you can make buku money in wrestling, and you don't have to uh, hurt. I mean. I wouldn't say hurt yourself because you say wrestling is fake to a wrestler that they, they beat you down. Is that fake? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> well, I I I I take it a little step further. I, I I wouldn't say that it's fake, but I would say that it's scripted per se. So they already know who's going to win and what's going to do. But it's up to the people that are working a match, as they call it. Um, like so, if it's Triple H and The Rock going up against each other, it's up to them to to dictate the pace. And what things they're gonna do during the match to make it a good show per se. So, oh, okay. yeah, okay. So, th- and you know what Vince calls it sports entertainment. So, exactly because he knows they're 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 there to inten- entertain people. That they're, they're not. He don't call it wrestling as he used to say. <laughs> <laughs> because you know they're not trying to be a a sport. It's a business to to Vince. You know, it's all about making that dough. So. And now they got another league that just popped onto the scene. And, you know, they already got the Impact Wrestling. And then they got the WOW, which is the women's. I forgot what the O is. It's a women's league. But now um, Cody Rhodes, who is the youngest son of um, Dusty Rhodes, he launched a um, a wrestling um, company called AEW, which is All Elite Wrestling. And they're now on TNT on Wednesday nights at 7 o'clock. And they have a pay-per-view every three months. And that's... WWE's competition right now because they they have Monday Night Raw and then they have Friday Night SmackDown but then they got what they what I call their minor leagues which is NXT they're now on USA on Wednesday night at the same time as AEW so you know it's gonna be kind of kind of gonna kind of be like the Monday Night War that was back in the late nineties with WCW and WW at that time F but they changed to WWE in two thousand and two I think it was so and you know why that was because the uh, World Wildlife Fund won their case against the WWL. I was like, man, it's been the WWL for the longest, but they they run the white the rights to to the name. I mean, to those. Yep. So yep. So even if you watch old tapes on the WWE Network, the the, the when the ring used to have WWF on it, they have to block it out. Wow. So, but yeah, Cody Rhodes, like I said, the youngest son of um, Dusty Rhodes, um, the um, the American Dream. He, uh, him and his wife launched AEW, and they got some big names over there. They got um, who used to be Dean Ambrose. They, he calls himself John Moxley, um, a name you probably don't know, but they do have um, uh, Chris Jericho is over there. Um, DDP is over there. Um, a, a, a few of the uh, the the WCW people that were older guy, but they got young. Mm-hmm. They got some young. They got some good young talent over there. Now I don't know how much of their stuff is scripted because I really don't get into it i mean i've watched a couple of their shows and it's they they do pretty good they they even got uh jr jim ross um in the announcement booth too so they got some big names over tony shivani okay do the announcing so yeah basically it's it's what the old nwa or wcw they probably try trying to um take up that model and that was actually a sport i mean it wasn't scripted when you lost you lost i mean 
Dusty Rose got this that got the scars that show you that 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 was real when they were yeah yeah. And I think that's the I think that's the direction that Cody, his younger son, is trying to go with. Um, I, like I said, I don't really know because I haven't read online if it's scripted, but it. I mean, who knows? I mean, he left the WWE with a bad taste in his mouth because they he felt that they held him back and they didn't give a lot of young talent a chance, which. I'm, I can't deny because it is true. I mean, there's a lot of times that you get see, tired of seeing the same old storyline and same old people going for the same title. I mean, it just gets old. It's to the point now where I don't even really watch it. I'll, I'll look and see who's in a match and decide whether it's worth watching or not. But I don't watch it like I used to. I mean, I used to. Wow, that's, that's you know, really sad because, you know, we used to be tough, but then my significant other got to me. But uh, you, you, you held tight. You was watching that thing. Yeah, I was, but I mean, it's to the point now where I, you know, if if I miss it, maybe I'll pick it up when I'm not doing something else. I mean, because you know, back in the day, I'd be like, look, don't call me at this time because I'm watching, you know, WWE. But now it's like, plus the fact that you can get it, you know, you can stream it later on anyways and stuff like that. That has a little bit to do with it, but not a whole lot. Sometimes I do, I I like to watch it live, but these days it's like, man, whatever. Cause I was about to say, didn't so. uh, WWE uh, now that is that's what it called? Didn't they have a like a streaming channel now? Yeah, they still do. It's called the it's WWE Network, and that's actually where you have to get all the pay per views at now. You pay ten dollars a month, and you get. And I actually pay the ten dollars a month, and the reason I pay it is because they have all the old stuff on. I mean, you can go all the way back to 1987 WrestleMania one. So that's why I pay the subscription because I can watch the old good stuff from like you know the nineties and the early two thousands. I don't really watch that stuff from two thousand nine and beyond because that's you know that's hogwash to me. But you know you get the you get each pay per view, and you know you once a show airs like SmackDown or Raw, it's up on the network. You know a couple of days later. So you can watch it there too. So plus they have some some original content like they had this one called Ride Along where it would you know go with the wrestlers on the road and show you what kind of life they had outside. You know some of that was probably scripted and they made it funny, but it was actually a pretty good show. They also have another show, a talk show called The Roundtable or um, Table of Three, I should say. Your boy JBL, um, John Bradshaw Layfield, part of the uh, old APA with Farouk, he hosts that show. And it's basically sitting down with people asking different questions and stuff of that nature. So it's a good, it's a good idea, but it's not the, you know, I, I pay for it for the old stuff, but you get the new, you get the pay-per-views or the, the live events, I should say, on if for each month. And for $10 a month, you really can't beat it because if you paid for that on like direct TV or, or just network, you're paying like 60 bucks a show. So yeah. once you pay twice, you should have just paid for the whole year. So... But all right, final order of business. Uh, any, any. I mean, we're pulling up on the almost the end of the college um, season. You know, what do we? You got top five for us or what? Anybody, anybody fall? Oh yeah, we got. A, we had a couple of losses last week. Um, I, I, you know, I do the top twenty-five. I do the do the coaches part. That's what I go on because, uh, you know, you had associates uh, associated press poll, but. Generally, when when they uh doing the OBCS system, it was based on the coaches' poll, pretty much. So that's what I I use. But after uh eight weeks, they go to the committee, you know that that uh for that playoff committee, right? And then you know they'll tell you what the top twenty five is after uh 
for out there. After this, after this month, October, this is November today, November the first. So next week should be the first, should be the first poll of the committee. But uh, okay. Um, as of right now, I'm using the coaches, the the coaches poll ranking, and they got Alabama at uh, number one. And they're eight zero, and they got LSU at number two. They was ranked number three last week. They leapfrog Clemson, which is number three, but they're they're eight and zero also. The top five teams are are all, all undefeated. Uh, you got Ohio State at number four, and Penn State at number five. Now, um, Penn State, I want to say, uh, I'm. Is 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 playing a worthwhile game? I know Florida and Georgia play this week, and Florida is ranked sixth, and Georgia's ranked seventh. Ain't Penn State playing uh, Minnesota the Gophers sometime here in the next couple of weeks? Uh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. But uh, that Minnesota game, I mean Minnesota is surprisingly still undefeated. They 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 jumped up. I think they beat Wisconsin last week. Because Wisconsin is 17th and Minnesota is ranked 13th. And and Wisconsin was ranked 13th last week. So I think Minnesota beat them. Um, I know Alabama, that's what I want to say. Alabama and LSU, they play this week. So you're guaranteed to have a new number one next week. And they're both... And that could be a preview of a, of a playoff game because if they both stay in the top four, then that, that's what happened in uh, the end of December one into January. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, it's a couple of big games this week. Uh, Baylor beat Texas last week. So Baylor is, uh, they're undefeated. They're 8-0 and they're ranked number 11 right now. So, uh, uh, they still have to play Oklahoma. Oklahoma lost. I forgot who they lost to, but they're ranked ninth. They was ranked fifth last week. They're seven and one. Uh, and then uh, who else had a Notre Dame? That's who had a, a, another loss. But they didn't have. They didn't get Notre Dame no respect. They went from being ranked number seven to falling all the way to sixteen this week. Now is Notre Dame still? Um, you know. Um, Unassigned, I should say. I guess they're still, they're still not in an actual conference. They want, as far as football is concerned, they're independent. But in all other sports, they're in the uh, ACC. Okay. Yeah, but but for football, they want to be independent because you know they play Michigan every year. They play Stanford and and USC, and those are all rivalry games, and they don't want to give those games up. So by them being halfway in the ACC, they play basically the top four teams in the in the ACC every year. Are you know they get to pick and choose what four teams they want to play, but the rest of the schedule is is their schedule. Speaking of um, college football, uh, I know we got Harbaugh's having some issues over in Michigan. Is there any new news on that or not? I mean, what is, is Michigan in the top twenty-five? 
Yeah, Michigan sit, is sitting right at 20. You know, they, they lost that Michigan State game. That's why they dropped to, to 20. But they, they, they must have had a big win last week because they're ranked 15 right now. They're 6-2, and two, but they ranked 15. So they're still in the top 25. And they should go to a good bowl as long as they uh, don't lose any more games. I mean, they you still got the big game with Ohio State at the end of the year, but I don't know. They still got okay. They still got to play Penn State, and this Minnesota game is going to be a big game because they play Minnesota every year. So they they still got a couple big games left, and that's been Michigan's problem. They they lose the the games the big games. You know, they're winning what the games they should win, but when they need that signature win like the Ohio States or Michigan States, that they find a way to lose those games. So that's the knock on Harbaugh. Well, we'll, we'll see what happens because, um, you know, I've heard some, some some rumors on a couple of podcasts on ESPN and some other ones that they think if he doesn't go get to, you know, stay in the top 10 and, you know, win a, a signature game, as you put it, then there may be, you know, he might he might be on his way out. I think so because he, I mean, at some point you got to beat your rival. I mean, he those the rivalry games he always lose for some reason. I mean, the big ones like like I said, the Michigan State, the Ohio State, uh, and uh, the Wisconsin game. You know, he lose those games, and and you need to win those. Those are games that Michigan's supposed to win. Now Ohio State, they might you know trade off every once in a while. Because those are the two used to be the two best teams in the conference, but I don't know. He's trying to bring Michigan back, but uh, um, yeah, he, he he's far off from the Charles um, Woodson days. So. <laughs> you know, and the other thing that's hurting Michigan is that they don't have a quarterback. Every year, it's a different quarterback. You know. Where, that kind of surprises me based on the fact that he was a quarterback. You think he'd go out and recruit one of the best in the country coming out of high school so he could groom and get him ready for that offense. Yeah, but, you know, he hasn't been able to uh, to develop a quarterback, I guess I should say. You know, yeah, I mean, defensive players, you know, every other position. You know, look at Devin Bush. He was the Steelers' uh, first-round draft pick. I mean, he got defensive players but you know offensive they're missing the, you know the stars that that we remember like like uh uh your boy uh Woodson uh Desmond Howard you know what I'm saying uh, you don't have those guys anymore so all right so we talked about the World Series some basketball definitely had some extended talk on football surprisingly you talked about professional wrestling I guess that's what we'll <laughs> call it this week <laughs> and the college football next week we are going to have the Q&A we got some questions in our inbox this week that I forgot to get to but we're gonna we're gonna do uh we're gonna do some we're gonna do some Q&A with sports next week on sports talk so remember we're on Twitter we ain't on Facebook yet YouTube and Periscope. Thanks for joining us with Sports Talk with OJ.
How y'all doing? This is Cliff Miller with the Stir It Up Podcast. Coming at you with some contact info. We on the WordPress platform. We on the Twitter and live Periscope platform, y'all. WordPress. That's S-T-U-R-I-T-U-P dot WordPress dot com. Over on Twitter and Periscope, you're just going to add the word live. That's Stir It Up Live. Just remember that stir spelled with a U. And if you miss us live, catch the podcast, y'all. We on Anchor. We on Apple. We on Spotify. We on Google Podcasts. We on Overcast, y'all. We on stuff I can't even remember, y'all. And if you have questions, comments, or maybe want to request to be on the show, send us an email. That's stiritup at iCloud.com. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. This is Cliff Miller for the Stirred Up Podcast. <laughs>